to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town, I'm Luke Gregory and here's what's coming up today. It wasn't meant to be as Huddersfield sealed their place in the playoff final after a 1-0 win on Monday night. Today we look back at the championship playoff second leg. Luton did us very proud, we'll discuss the performance, we'll discuss the day. Look, we'll just discuss what a brilliant season it's been to support Luton. Who is our player of the year? Who scored our goal of the season? And what's been your favourite game? They're the kind of questions going to be asking each other tonight. And look, I think it is the final podcast of the season. So look, let's sit back and enjoy. We've kind of had a bit of time to let Monday night's result just slowly go out the system. And it, look, Dave and Bataro, thanks for joining me for the final time this season. But it, it, we can look back at it now and just go, we're proud of, of our performance. We're proud that we managed to even get in the playoffs. And like we said last time on the podcast, just even being a shout of getting to the Premier League or getting to a Wembley final it's just amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. I'm, I'm, I, to be fair, I'm glad we had a day off to think about it um, after the trip to Huddersfield, which was a good crack, to be fair. But the season overall for me has been sensational. And I think that's the only thing we can take from it. It's been a sensational season. We've we've done more than we could have dreamed of doing. And just that last step we couldn't make. And I think that's quite sad. But, you know, I'm over it now. But Ty, were you proud to be a Luton fan after Monday night? Oh, mate, I've been proud to be a Luton fan for the last however long, how many years I've been alive that I've been supporting them. But it it is sad, but at the same time, it's, you know, we've done so well. Like, people kept going, oh, yeah, you know, where do we come from, this and that. And people don't like to hear it all the time if you don't support Luton. But realistically, where we've come from and... The ups and the downs over the years. Obviously, like we haven't seen half it. Dave, you know about it. Obviously, you've been alive a lot longer than we have. <laughs> Thank but you. No, you know what I mean, though. But no, look, it's it's not a bad time to be a Luton fan and to be alive. So, of course, it's not. It's it's on it's on it's on the up. So, do you there know what? Do you go. know what? After the after the game finished, um, we started to think about it. Come home, I thought to myself, we can do better next season. That's what I felt. You know, we can build from this. Okay, mate. Yes. No, I'm going to cough. <laughs> I was going to say, what's that? To be fair, it's not tears. He's been caught. Yeah, I need to get away from him. <laughs> um, and look, I guess we should say, look, credit to Huddersfield. That we, I think Huddersfield fans and Luton fans had a bit of mutual respect going into this. We were both kind of like the underdogs, even though they finished third. They're, they're getting stuff from other fans about, you know, their style of play. And to be fair, I think we played two brilliant games of football. The one at Kenilworth Road was great. One all draw. And I, th- I thought Monday, look, I think we potentially edged it in... in I think it was an even better performance than the... Yeah, no, I agree. Tight, to be fair. But then fair play to Huddersfield because they had a couple of big chances yeah. and... Um, and they took one. And, and they took one of the, one of the, the point, chances. So yeah, that's it. Yeah. I just would say credit to Huddersfield and fair play. You know, we played two brilliant games and I know what we said about Forest fans. I, I, I'm kind of hoping they go and do the job and we've said it for a while. If, if it's not going to be us, I'd rather it be Huddersfield than any other. So... Um, yeah, congrats to Huddersfield. Um, before we get into the game, let's do some three-word reviews of Huddersfield 1, Luton 0. 
2-1 on aggregate. Barney says, disappointed but proud. Stephen said, we played well. Connor gave it everything. George said, went down fighting. LTFC Dave said, a step too far. Simon, best team lost. Phil didn't take chances. Uh, Kev says, Watford next season. And Nath, what a season. Um, there is a few in there, isn't it? Like, disappointed but proud, like we've already touched on. I think I, as soon as that full-time whistle went, right, I just sat and thought, I'm just so proud. Our away end, two and a half thousand at Huddersfield on a Monday night, didn't stop singing all day. They were brilliant, was, actually. You, you just, know. I was just, and then like the performance we were given as well, for 82 minutes, I believed we were going to nick a goal. I honestly thought we're going to get one more big chance. And I just, I just thought in my head we were going to take it. It just well, wasn't meant to well, be. Well, we were creating chance, maybe a clear-cut opportunity every sort of 20 minutes on average. Because let's face it, we had four or five, didn't we? Let's face it. First half could be two or three nil. But look, it, it is what it is. Unfortunately, we didn't get it. But like you say, what for next season? So it's positives. And that's, gar- that's that guaranteed one, yeah. another win, mate, at least. So, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think for me, it was a typical Luton loss in the end. You know, we, we played really super well. and We got suckered with five, six minutes to go. And I think that's the worst time, isn't it? I think I said at the end of the one we did after the first leg, my, because I, I said, will you be disappointed if we're sat here next time we're doing the podcast and we haven't made Wembley? We both said, yeah. And yeah, I think I course. said, it will depend on how how we go out or how we lose or how the performance is. And we couldn't have asked for any, apart from a goal, we couldn't have asked for anything more performance-wise on and, Monday night. And when you asked as well last week about how would you like to approach the game, whatever else, blah, blah, blah. I said I would much prefer us to go for it, just go at the throat, try and smash and whatever else. And I think, do you know, I felt for me personally, I was so happy that we attempted that. I mean, some people might have gone, oh, yeah, you could be a bit more cautious, but we, we didn't need to be cautious. You know, they, people go, yeah, we lost the game 1-0, but they created nothing realistically, apart from maybe two opportunities. I think, well, really. I think Ingram had to make that save in the first half. I think it was Toffolo got through. Yeah, yeah. Second half, he's had to pull off a, the goal. a quick double save. And then Did Rose it? with the goal, I think. Double save. Yeah, it was the one. It was not one to try to take him out. And, and, and then they, they he, it should have been a pen. Yeah. yeah oh, that, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. fair but enough. Yeah. When, when we left the stadium on Monday, um, a couple of Huddersfield fans were talking to me and saying, "Well, clearly, you, and, and this is them saying that, not me, that Luton were the better team on the night. Um, you know, they took their chance, and I think that's disappointing yeah, for to, us. To be fair, disappointing for us. They'll have a good day out of Wembley, I'm sure. But I think we were the better team on the night. We played really good football. So you're right. That's that's a good thing to show. If we'd have recorded this podcast Monday evening, I'd have been too gutted to talk about it. <laughs> to be honest with you, but um, you would have been here, Dave. I wouldn't. Well, we wouldn't have got back in time. But you know what I'm trying to say. I yeah, had a couple yeah. of days to reflect now, and on reflection, you know what? St- stunning performance. Just didn't make that final effort. That on, final goal. On reflection. You look back at the chances we had and the chances we didn't take and Phil says here, didn't take chances. It's, I don't want to say like the story of our season because we have been very good attacking, but there have been some games where it's, where we've kind of been really good, but not taken a chance. And I kind of feel, I, f- I feel like I've got back that up, haven't I really? I can't just say that without backing that yeah, up. Go on, mate, off you go. Yeah. You're struggling. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we've managed to like nick a couple of one nil wins and stuff but for example like Millwall and at home when we drew two all I know we took two goals that game but I recall us having big ch- like Reading 
and Jerome gets through and in that first minute and, and it's a big chance and we don't take it. Um, Swansea, I know we scored three in the first half, but we had that chance in the second half to make it four and put the game to bed and they come back and make it three all. But yeah, I just, yeah. I, th- I think what I'm trying to say is um, <clears throat> we had big chances at the weekend that we needed to take and it was like... First and second leg. yeah. We we just needed to take when, one yeah of the when big it chances. comes up yeah when it comes up tops so you need I to may maybe explain that very fight. badly sorry no no no, no. I, 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 get, I kind of get what you're saying obviously because I've known you a long time now and I know it's shite you talk but um, <laughs> sorry <mate>. but um, <laughs> not myself but it's uh, no look some I know what you're saying but sometimes we also take opportunities and take you know conversion rates like to a very high standard occasionally and I think I feel like you know I'd say for about thirty forty percent of this season we have converted. The majority of what we've got in games, which have then stemmed us across up to top of the league, but I can't help thinking. I can't help thinking. Had we had a fit Adebayo, had we had a full fit squad, would we? Things have done, may have been different. Yeah, would we have done better? And I think that's it. But so you've, yeah, got, you've got to but hope. That's that's unfortunate. That's that's how it is, though, Dave. Yeah. But you know, we just need to build on it. We need to build on it. We need to to take this and move forward. And, and, and let's try and hope, keep the squad as well. Well, they'll keep who they need to keep. And they'll release who they don't want anymore. I thought Harry Connick should have scored in that in that first half chance. The one that Naismith, you're shaking your head, but Naismith uh, whips it across with his left foot. Cornick has, he's hit it with, so, he's like, proper connected with this. And the keeper's I don't just think that, Do you know it, what? The keeper doesn't know where that's going. It, I, th- I think, I, did I read it, that it hit him in the body or the head or something? It didn't, I think, it didn't. Yeah, I think it hit him in the shoulder. Yeah, or he, around, around that area. Do you not think he has to score? Is that is oh, that harsh mate, on me no, saying? No, it's harsh him saying? No, 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 mate. He has to score. The thing is, right? <laughs> I think the chance of him putting it straight at the goalkeeper where he did put it is probably about three percent. And somehow he's found that three percent of hitting the goal. He you struck it, it so well. Yeah, you hit it anywhere else on your boot, on the fucking ball. Excuse my language. On whatever, but. Even if you slide it, that's going in. It's going in at 98 or 97% of the time. If 3% he's hit the goalkeeper, it, it just doesn't make sense. Well, it doesn't I, make sense because you know it happens all the time. I think you've got to give Cornick credit for getting there. He, he, he made he made the run. The cross was brilliant. Yeah, he's and he, score, str- he struck it so well. And he was he was phenomenal, to be fair to he struck Cornick. It so he well. was on it the other day, by the way. And no dig at Cornick, but... Do you know what? Well, can't you just put it the Chances other way? Chances like that, mate. You've, you've got to score it. Well, can't you just put it the other way? The goalkeeper was lucky. I tell you, no, you, you, could, say, you, you, could. you say that. But how many times did we sit here a couple of years back, right? And people were sitting there going, oh, yeah, Cornick's not good enough. Cornick's this, Cornick's that. He can't finish. If he was through against Preston one-on-one like he was a few years back or a couple of years ago, people were moaning about that. I'm pretty sure you boys might be moaning about it. I'm, and I'm pretty sure you complained about it. Like, oh, you got to be, you know, you've got all that time. It was a at the end of the day... You've got one guy in front of you and the whole goal to aim at. I'm not digging, by the way. I'm not, I don't, because what it is, what it is, but you have to score. It, it was in relation quicker. to the whole, like, you know, one-on-ones with the goalkeeper and how many misses and whatever, you've got to score them. In that moment, to. does that come down to composure? Because obviously Naismith hits it so quickly across the goal, but obviously Harry's got to be anticipating that. Otherwise he wouldn't be in that position. He is in that position thinking, I'm going to get on the end of this ball. So when he does... Is it then just being a little bit composed and going, opening up and yeah. side footing it maybe just a he bit more to, to the keeper's down. right? Is he it maybe, oh, I'm going to put this top left? Because it does just feel in straight. But this I is just overanalyzing it. He just tries to get a, the, the most 
effective contact on it, the, the, sorry, the maximum amount of contact on it in order to smash it in. And unfortunately, he's got no action. He hit it straight at the goalkeeper. If he just slides it in and just like, you know, just diverts it away, he scores. He's shaking but his head. Look, let us know what you think. Uh, are you shaking your head, though? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Leave I, a comment below on YouTube. Uh, do you think I Harry Cornick should have scored that? Let us well, know what you think. Season scraps, come on. <laughs> All I was thinking is, I don't think he had time to think like that. No, but you... I don't think he had time to think like that. He ran for the... He got he through the... need to think. Oh, no, it, come on. That, that goes back to... My, but he's in that position because he's expecting the ball. And as a striker, you've got to expect that ball. So therefore, surely you have to think about what you're going to do. Yeah, you, if it comes thought, to you, where I'm is go- it going to go? Well, he thought, I'm going to hit this sodding hard. Well, and I hope it choice. goes in. That's what he was thinking, wasn't it? Well, that's he, what I mean. And does it dumb down to a bit of composure to if go, the go- if that's the goal not the correct thing to do If the goalkeeper there. has a bit of luck and he's in the right place at the right time sometimes. Huh? You'd never see me doing that, lads. What I saw him saying, I'd put it over the bar. <laughs> I'm just saying. At All least right. put it over the bar. Let's Smash move on. Like, on. Um, it was disappointing. Into the second half. Um, we had a couple more chances, didn't we? I don't know which one come first, but let's just talk about uh, the, the header from Jerome from the free kick from Snodgrass. Um, which was close. I think Jerome came on for Cornick actually, so it's probably that one was after. And then Cornick got through on the right-hand side. And this kind of reminded me a bit of that Chelsea miss. Uh, miss. miss. <laughs> Should we just start the whole thing again? Nope. Um, it reminded me of that Chelsea Chelsea miss away. Chelsea chance. The Chelsea chance away at Stamford Bridge in the FA Cup uh, last season when it was 2-1 and he got through on the right. And I feel he's put it at a really nice height for the keeper and it's it's kind of a routine save for him instead of it being low and drilled towards that far post. And then it comes back out to Bree. Oh, God. And you just think... if he's, It didn't settle for him, though, did it? It didn't, didn't settle it for didn't him. And he's kind Bree. of taken his time and he's allowed the player to get back and tackle him. And I just thought it was a big opportunity missed that if he could have got there first, connected with it quicker or hit it first time, that it might have been a better opportunity. But look, it wasn't But he didn't be. get a chance to hit it first time because it just didn't come down quick enough for him. I think I think Cornish shot was was a decent one. It positioned a little bit differently. It might have gone in, but you know we created that chance again. You know, is it a decent one though? If it's at the keeper's height, I think the chance was a decent one. That's I what I said. I agree. The chance was a decent one. It was a decent chance. It yeah, was there. which is the exactly is what right, I just said. Before you, well, yeah, sorry, yeah. Before yeah. before you hit before he hits it, sorry, you had no idea where it was going. It was a chance. Either way, I'm, not, I'm chance, not saying it's a chance. Yeah. I'm just saying. I feel it no, was no, too mate. similar to the Chelsea head. chance where it's just that a nice height. How do you remember the Chelsea game? Like, you must have a great memory. I don't have a good memory, mate. I'd like to think I do. Thank you. Yeah, well done. You must get a lot of sleep. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the goal that won the game then. Uh, Sorba Thomas come on. A uh, decent player. Breeze kind of... I don't know how... Because I, I can't remember how this was this oh, come about, but... <laughs> Bree's kind of trying to like dribble out as he tried to clear it out I can't remember but he's he's taken a bad touch and he's taken out one of their players and it's a free kick it was horrendous we stood there in that away end and Steve kept going see this is going in this he is just, going in it was basically his lax mate he just took basically took so long and everything he was doing and it, it's unfortunate really because I think Bree has been phenomenal for us this season but I think the one time that we really needed him there he didn't come up trumps but look is what it is. Had a great season. There's no fault in anything, but it, he should have done a lot better with that. It's one of the moments, though, isn't it, that you look back on and go, it's such fine margins that any other day he doesn't take that heavy touch that leads to the goal. But then 
that you, you end up saying that about every single game you play. But you could also... But his head was down as well. His head was down. He, was, he wasn't looking. It was just... Can you not... There was no awareness. Could you not also put that down to the pressure from the players, the Huddersfield players, on him, really, you know? So he's, he's, he's uh, consciously uh, needs to try it, and... Have you seen it back? Well, I try not to watch it back. It's, to it's pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. It, there was no need for it. It was like, yeah, get rid of it. Get rid of it. Scream. Go on, go on. Fucking get rid of it. Next minute, bang. There you go. Give away a free kick. But... Unfortunately, it is what it is. We, I like James Bree. And obviously, we'll get on to him in a little while as well. So, With a free kick come in, Jordan Rhodes at the far post, steered it into the bottom corner, past Ingram, 1 0. And look, when that goes in, it is pretty much game over. It. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> He's just flicked a fly at me. I'm so sorry. Thanks, mate. Um, <laughs> when that goes in, it is 1 0. It's game over. We weren't creating anything. Uh, Adebayo come on for the well, last two minutes and. Look, we spoke about this on the podcast. If he's 80%, do you bring him on? If he's 70%, do you bring him on? When he come on, I think he looked about 30%. He, he yeah, was he did nothing barely there. jogging around. But I think Nathan said, look, if he's there for a corner, just to flick it in or something, if a free kick. But it wasn't meant to be. And, and look, you look at that game and you just go, fair play. We gave it our all. We played very well. We can take so many positives from it. We're not coming away feeling like we didn't have a go or we were disappointed with it. It was we gave our all. And that's why I think, and I'm hoping you agree listening right now, that we can all be so proud to support Luton after that performance and after the season we've had. No one's been let down. It's just been an unreal effort from everyone. Yeah, and as an away day atmosphere in that stadium, it was immense, the whole game. Even even after we got defeated, it was immense. Do you know, know what's nice, though? is going to... A stadium where there is a big crowd and there's so much riding on the game that it is a brilliant atmosphere and it isn't just like going to no disrespect to Cardiff City but an yeah, empty huge bowl where there is maybe 20k in but there's 10k empty seats and there's not much banter with fans and there's no singing it's just a quiet boring atmosphere it was just quite nice to be in such a big thrilling atmosphere and game I thought so and most of the atmosphere was made by us. Yeah, I no. I'd say you, most. I would, I would definitely say their fans are pretty noisy as well. So what after they scored? No, I, I think they were pretty noisy all the way through the I game. To be fair, right. I think we did all right. No, I thought we were brilliant, but I'm, I, I think that's harsh to say they they weren't. To be fair, well, if we didn't have a drum down our end, we wouldn't have heard nothing. True. Um, right, playoffs are done, but we asked. You listening at home, how are you feeling after the Huddersfield loss and how can we improve moving on to next season? Because I think that's something we're all looking at now and we're thinking, all right, we've done that. Can we maybe go better? Can we get in the playoffs again? Or are we just going to be back to fighting for mid-table or fighting, I hate to say it, but to stay away from relegation? But that's that's what we asked. What do you reckon? The issue we have... There's no and way we're the, well, the issue any team... No way. But the, the issue any team has in the championship is the parachute payments from the Premier League. So it's going to be hard to vie for those the, for those two automatic promotion places. But I'd like to think we'll be back in the playoffs or skirting with the, flirting with the playoffs next season. I believe that Nathan and the team will recruit and will come out stronger as opposed to what happened to Barnsley last season. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what I'm hoping. Got to remember as well, Barnsley lost their manager, didn't they? But, but that's what I'm saying. You know, they got to the playoffs and then they got relegated. Yeah. 
I don't want that and to happen to us. And he missed a few players as well, to be fair, when he went. Well, true. But if you've got the right person in charge of the helm, but then look, they'll recruit yeah. well. So I think it'd be very difficult to get auto promotion because of the parachute payments from the Premier League. However, we should want to think that we're going to be at least, you know, hitting the top, the top six if we can. I think you look at the teams that are coming down, whoever is the third out of Leeds or Burnley, you'd probably say they'd be strong favourites to go straight yeah. back up. Norwich are always good in, in the championship. Don't want to mention the other team, but... Well, the other team are unknown at the moment, aren't they, because of their new manager? Yeah, you know? true. So they get the to Forest- be fair, they have been extremely poor in the Premier League yeah. this season. Um, and let's face it, half their players won't be there as well. They can't yeah. afford it. Because they're shit. But hopefully we can just make a few new sign-ins, improve the squad like we did last year. And look, who knows? Can we get top six again? And look, if we're sat here in a year's time and we're talking about another playoff semi-final, would you be happy? Playoff semi? Yeah. Oh, no. oh don't, you, don't you start, mate. And talking about winning a playoff semi-final, that'd be nice. That'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Uh, this is what you, what you said on social media. How can we improve on this season? How are you feeling after Huddersfield? Sam says, simply gutted, but very, very proud. We've come so far, done the whole town and all of our fans proud. We'll be building a deeper squad now to give us that tiny bit more gas for the later stages of the next season next year. Ben says, I guess we need a new goalkeeper and a new striker. I think Thorpe coming into the squad next year should be enough to bolster the midfield and the defence are fantastic. No reason we can't push for autos with our current squad. I mean, apart from the money. That's optimistic, but I like it. Lee says it's important not to lose key members of the squad, um, first and foremost. Offer Snodgrass a new contract, bring in three to four strong signings and allow Thorpe game time. This lad will be the new KDH. Mate. Snodgrass needs a new contract. I would 100%. definitely give Snodgrass a year. And Lansbury as well. Yeah. Just add that quality and that experience yeah. that, yeah, unreal. Um, Nick says, very proud and recruiting needs to be along the spine. Goalkeeper, big centre-half, central midfielder and a forward who's a forward and not a wide player. Then obviously if we lose any star players, they would need replacing. But apart from that, not too much. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't, can't really argue that too fair. And I guess now we look at the potential summer transfer window and it's an exciting one with with Nathan Jones saying that him and Gary Sweet probably sat down on Tuesday and started looking at targets but I think personally I just think we'll we'll smash our transfer record this year I just think we have to it depends how much money you got in the bank really isn't it so but yeah we're going to make a few extra quid from the playoffs so that that might go towards it um, I just have a feeling we'll do it I just have a th- I just I think we're going to go out and spend like two mil on a player I know that sounds ridiculous and other fans, you're probably watching this and laughing at us right now, but yeah, we're laughing because we're only going to spend two yeah, mil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I reckon we'll do it. And in that state of affairs, where people laugh at that sort of money, yeah, um, it, they've they've got their list. They, they did. I didn't. Nathan Jones said he had a list. If we got promoted, he had a list. If we didn't get promoted, so yeah, they know exactly who they're targeting, and let's hope they can bring in their favoured ones. And they are as good as this squad has been this season, if not a little bit better. Well. It has been a brilliant season. And that's something I wanted to look at right now. We thought we would do a little look back at what your game of the season's been, what your goal of the season been, and who your player of the year has been. So I guess, Batara, let's start with you, mate. What is your game of the season then, Batara? I'll be honest. And, you, you know, people. I think people will agree with this and for rightly right reasons as well. Millwall away. Oh yeah First yeah. time I think 20 years Or whatever it was We beat him Away from home And I was We was all there 
Was we all there? I was there, he went. I wasn't. Oh, Dave, you went to a show that night, didn't you, I think? Yeah. It was a brilliant away day, though, oh, wasn't it? Your wife, eh? right, Just rub it in. <laughs> it was a brilliant away day. Um, Unreal. We got into London nice and early and two brilliant goals. And like you said, just to win at Millwall, when you go there and you think, we haven't won here in so long. And a Harry Cornet double as well. And just to do that. And that, that Cornet goal... The first one was unreal, top ends. Yeah, smashed it. And the second one as well, I mean, pretty much one-on-one, wasn't he? It's always nice. Is he going to score? Is he going to miss? Oh, no, he's going to score. It's a new Harry Cornick. Things are going well this season. Do you have any others that you look at and think, yeah, that was a good, good, maybe like a close second? Well, I mean, obviously Bournemouth was always good. It was always up there, wasn't it? But, um, (sighs) I could name so many, like, so many matches that we won. I mean, it sounds stupid, but Barnsley as well at home. It was a, it was a poor performance. Barnsley, your favourite game of the no, season. No, not favourite, <laughs> but but for me it was important because that, yeah, yeah, that yeah, gave yeah, us yeah, a little push on as well. It's you know you look at games like that. It was like yeah, your whole city game as well. I think more towards the end of the season was when I looked at it and went, they will stick in the memory because if we get to the playoffs, they're the games that we need to win. Realistically, where we're going to win him? I mean, Barnsley always sticks out. Oh shit! There you go. Sorry. Language. <clears throat> Dave, what about you? Game of the season. Uh, there's only one for me, uh, and that's well, it is the Bournemouth game. Absolutely, everyone loves um, it. They man. were riding high, you know. Just the, the you know, the the manner in which we played, which was brilliant, but the the the, the winning goal, the time it came, the effort the lads put in, it, it's just it was, and the atmosphere at Kenilworth Road, it was unbelievably good. It was good, wasn't it? Unbelievably good. I mean, also, actually, to be fair, I quite like Fulham at home as well, but the Bournemouth, yeah, the Bournemouth at home one um, was, you know, it was just a brilliant end to it. And who doesn't like a, a last-minute winner? Have you got a close second as well? or um, I know you just said Fulham, but... Well, the Fulham at home game, I thought we were unlucky. We should have won that game. So I quite like that. I, I was just trying to think of any of the away games we've been to this season that stick out there, but... No, no, no one comes close to that game at home for Millwall. me. Uh, I didn't go to <laughs> Millwall. Shut up. I didn't go to Millwall. Millwall. I think I look at this season and I just look, like you guys have said, Bournemouth, I think you look back at that. And I think it's a game we'll, we'll remember and I think potentially that Naismith goal will be an mm-hmm. iconic moment when you look back at moments at Kenilworth Road and 90, what, plus seven, was it, when he tucks that away and just yeah, the skill yeah. and unreal. But then... To be fair, even the West Brom game as well, like Campbell scored, I think, an absolute screamer. Yeah, yeah. Even like games, so like, even games like that, and you look at it and you go, "Do you know what? This is probably where we know we're going to finish above West Brom." I think at the time we we all knew it. After that, when we smashed five past Coventry, brilliant game as well. No, you see, yeah, now you start talking. That, yeah, 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 but yeah, there we go. The standout game still for me is Bournemouth. I yeah, pure just excitement. because of just yeah. yeah, pure excitement and the manner in which we ended up winning. If I had a close second, I'd, I know we lost one nil Monday night, but I'd probably say Monday night one of my favourite games of the season, just for one of the best performances. But for me, just how I felt as a fan for eighty-two minutes, it was every single emotion, and I just kind of sat there and thought, "This is what supporting your football team is all about," and this is what fans of Manchester United. I say fans in. Armchair fans of Liverpool, Man City, Man United, Chelsea, Arsenal, that do not experience when they're sat on their sofa in their living room. Liverpool in the FA Cup final the other day, if you you were just a Liverpool fan sat on the sofa, there's no way they felt how I did for 82 minutes of that game. 
even 90 minutes after they scored, there's they're nothing. They're still playing they did. And there's I nothing, think yeah, that's what I loved yeah, about Monday yeah. night, though, was just feeling every single emotion from the second you're in that stadium all the way through to the end. And there wasn't one stage where you're sat down like calm, you're even nervous, excited, you're, you're buzzing, you're sad, it, everything. And I love that. As, and I think that's what football's all about. So I'd probably say them two is my top two. Well, that's why we go to football, isn't it? Yeah. And you know so what? It is why you go to football. I'm and real. supporting our club, you're always going to get those moments. And you know, imagine supporting Everton. Everton have not done anything for a long time. Never been relegated, never been promoted. Mm. You know, they've, they've not come out of that, that first division. Imagine an Everton fan. That, that been Ima- pretty- imagine supporting MK, having no fans. Well, it just Turn up every week having like a whole row to yourself. <laughs> Would be nice. Yeah, um, this this club has been through it, and uh, sorry. it's been it's been a roller coaster ride. But this season has been fantastic. Um, before we move on to player of the season, and let's do goal of the season. Are we all just going to agree? Naismiths against well, I'm saying, it was I'm unreal, weren't it? And I would just touching it, but Naismith, what what a goal! Unbelievable control of the ball. The little touch to the side before he kicked it in. The position he slotted it into. The timing of it. The importance of it. I know we just spoke about Harry Cornick potentially needing or could have had a bit more composure. Naismith showed the ultimate composure with that. That little touch to the left before he put before he struck it. He 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 brought it down, he controlled it, and then he just pushed it to the left a bit before he struck it in. And it was amazing. Just playing that in my head as you're saying it and And it was fantastic. And and when it hit the back of the net. Yeah, that's it. When it hit the back of the net. How loud was Kenilworth Road that day? I'm oh, just trying to think. Has Pelly scored this season? I can't remember, actually. Because if Pelly scored, that's my favourite goal. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a legend, right? Yeah, of course. There you go. I think we've scored so many brilliant goals this season. No, and, have, it's hard really to pick have. one, but if you, if, you, if, if the club line them all up for uh, an online vote, I think Naismith gets it. Oh, 100%. Yeah, to be fair, I mean, you see Arsenal on social media, Twitter, whatever else, everyone talks about that goal still. And rightly so as well, because it was a special moment. It was a special goal, but like what it makes you lose track of what else we've actually scored. Like some, go- do you know what James Bree free kick? James, James free Bree's kick. free kick, unreal goal, unreal goal. Millwall home was it, it when um, we played that neat little one-two? I think mm-hmm. from the left, and Adebayo tucks it away. That was a brilliant goal. When we thought it went wide. Yeah, she hit the post from my end, didn't it? There are so many. Dare I say, every goal we score is a brilliant goal. Thank yeah. you. Yes, no, you're right. You are right, Dave. I'll give you that. Um, Fair play. So before we read your comments about what you've made of your favourite game and goal of the season and your player of the season, let's ask you guys, have you got a stand-up player this year? Is there someone you look at and you go, you've had an unreal season Yep. and you stand out? Who is it? Well... I've said this more than once. It's going to be Alan Campbell, isn't it? Well, Alan Campbell, <laughs> yeah. but you've just, you know, you're a mind reader. But I, I know, Dave, because I know, I know what you're thinking. Because to be, to be fair, a second half of the season, I agree with you. Yeah, because that's what I said. When, you, when, he, when he first came to the club, I was expecting him to be brilliant. And I was thinking, well, what have we, what we got here? I told you he's brilliant, didn't I? Yeah. The first but, game. But, and I kept thinking to myself, he hasn't quite performed the way I expected given all the all the talk he had from the, his Motherwell supporters and everything It did else. take him like 10 games to settle didn't it? But I think. when he when he cracked on my goodness what a player we have there and let's hope we can keep him for a bit longer. He's he just phenomenal. Doesn't stop running. Phenomenal. It's just exactly what you want for someone wearing your shirt mm-hmm. and you know for me definitely player of the season. 
Batara? Well, you, you know what I'm going to say, hopefully. Sonny. No, no, not even. <laughs> not even. He's not played enough, so no. I'll give you a clue. Bree. Always mention every week. There you go. Bree. James Bree for me. Mr. Consistent. <laughs> never really misses a game. Apart from obviously when Dan Zankler a couple of weeks back. But apart from that, I feel like he puts in the performance that everyone expects every single week. He never lets you down. Apart from, don't get me wrong, the other day, he cocked up. Give away a shooty free kick. But we'll forgive him for that. I'll tell you what, another player that's really, really impressed me, who didn't really play at the beginning of the season until probably sort of like, you know, February this year, Henry Lansbury as well. Yeah. Lansbury's up there, mate. I think he's been so important and key for what we've been doing for the late, the final push. I think having him having him in midfield has been just a just a work of a stroke of genius, personally. That's what I feel. So for me, yeah, Brian Lansbury. Nah, mate, Unreal. a brilliant shout. And I think for me, I'd, I look at Naismith and I look at Campbell and I think two brilliant players that they've, you said it with, with Campbell, he's taken them a little bit of time to settle. And I think there was times at the start of the season I was like, you know, is it going for him? And then he comes back from that injury against Blackburn and he's just been unreal ever since. And now you look at him and you think, I can't imagine our, our side without him and he's going to be yeah, a brilliant, he's massive part of our season next year and hopefully many more to come and look Cal Naismith hey this guy's joined us as a striker or a left winger from Portsmouth um, not from Portsmouth from Wigan but he's really made himself a proper centre half and fair play if he's not in that Scotland squad anytime soon then there's a problem yeah but the thing is it needs Sonny Bradley next to him isn't it good though that you can isn't it good that you've got more than one person you can look at and go wow he was close to that to be fair you could give us any single player or every single player, should I say, in that squad. because Mario Bell's had a brilliant phenomenal. season, really. Bell goes under the radar. I mean, beginning of the season, a lot of people start to give him shit because they thought he was a bit lazy or they thought he was a bit lax. And they go, oh, no wonder Blackburn... Because let's face it, he had, a, he had a couple of bad games. You're talking one bad game every six for a while and then all of a sudden, Mr. Consistent again. Brilliant week plan. in, week out. Do you know what I mean? He, he has been phenomenal. And a free agent from Blackburn. Blackburn fans saying, oh, he's not good enough. I remember reading that. Yeah. That's mental, mate. I but I'll tell you that. what, where are Blackburn now? Like, let's, let's face it. Not that it means nothing now, but where are Blackburn at the end of the season? See, you, Nowhere you, near us. The thing is, though, when you mention all these team names, like Blackburn, like West Brom, you suddenly think, how the bloody hell did we get where we are? And how are we going to achieve that again? Mentality. Yeah, you know, so that there are so many strong teams in this division that, you know, if you let if you let it slip, you're out of it. Well, this is what some of you guys said about your favourite game of the season, your player of the season and your goal of the season. Barney says, player, Campbell, game and goal, Bournemouth and Naismith. But if I had to pick something else, it'd be the first league game with fans back against Peterborough. Just such a special emotional day. Yeah. It was well, said, that's true. Breeze free kick against Hull. I, I mean, well. we said that the other week, didn't we? That the Peterborough game was something special. The atmosphere that day was brilliant because it was our first day back after all that COVID. Year and a half, two years of no fans. Yeah. yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, very emotional. Alex says, as a Northwest Hatter, my favourite game was the whole weekend at Blackpool with the family. Uh, player of the year for him is Campbell and goal Naismith against Bournemouth. Pretty much agree with you there. Me. Blackpool away. Um, nice three, three nil, three one. I think it was three, three nil. nil. Um, brilliant win that was Out of Bounds says agree with all the Bournemouth Naismith votes but I'd go for Millwall away never do well there player of the season Adebayo and goal of the season Cornick at Cardiff away what a header 
especially oh. for corns. You see, yeah, what we should have done before we came on the podcast, we should have watched all the goals for the season and then made a real thing about Proper it. Proper goal of the season shortlist. I yeah. think, do you know what, right? Player of the season, I think Cornick has to be up there as well. <laughs> Just the amount of effort he puts in week in, week out. He's like, he's the conversion rate, everyone, like, yeah, but his conversion rate as well. People used to get on, people used to get on about him saying, oh, his conversion rate is like 10% or whatever. I think this season it was like 30, 34% at one point. What about this one from Matt? Because we've completely forgot about this goal. Favourite game is either Chelsea or Bournemouth. Player of the season, Campbell, but goal of the season, Swansea away, where Harry Cornick scores in the 70th odd, 70 off minute. Yeah. He comes yeah. on as a sub. Jerome flicks it down and he puts it kind of like. Smashes it across goal. It's a brilliant finish. He's sort of side-footed it. it was quite a powerful side-foot. Really good goal. Underrated goal, that, I think. Whips it. Yeah, no, it was a great, it was a great goal. And obviously, like, great result as well, wasn't it? And that Chelsea game, I know we didn't win in the end. And you look at the amount of money they had on the pitch and their strikers, Lukaku and Werner at the time. We, to go to and up in that game, was well, unreal as well, wasn't it? Toe-to-toe, but... Um... Yeah, I wouldn't put it up in my favourite, but... Uh... Yeah, I was about to say, I'll be honest, I wouldn't even... For me, the Chelsea game is irrelevant in our... No. Not, not, not irrelevant, but no, listen, I'm not being rude, but what I'm saying is it's kind of irrelevant in the way of I feel like that wasn't really important. Yeah, it wasn't We proved important. ourselves. We didn't need to prove anymore. Well, was, considering they got to the final, I think we did a good job. Yeah, you know, so good. If you had a great day at the Chelsea game, brilliant, you know. Um, we, we were believing for a little bit, weren't we? But the inevitable happened. We've been a laugh, wasn't it? Carrie says, best game, West Brom at home, player of the season. Difficult one, but going to pick Osho. We play better football with him starting. And favourite goal. <coughs> oh, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> favourite goal was uh, Danny Hilton against Derby in that 1-0 win, where I feel like we were kind of getting into that rhythm of, of being on good form. And Derby obviously come, and they were looking like they were trying to pick up some results to get to safety. And it's ticking into that second half and we're looking for a goal and then Danny Hill and out nothing puts it in the bottom corner. He kind of just turned his hair, didn't he? And just sort of put it in the bottom yeah. corner. Yeah, lovely goal. And Chris fair. says, loved being Nottingham Forest at home with 10 men. Player of the season is Harbert, Probs, Naismith, but he said Campbell, Adebayo and Bell all close. Goal of the season, Naismith, late, late show or Adebayo v Fulham just because we deserved it so much. Well, there you go. So, you know what? I can't disagree with any of those. That's why we support this lovely, lovely club of ours. No, because everything they say, you, and then you look back and go, well, actually, they've got a good point because I've forgotten some of that. Yeah. Probably because I'm old, but I've forgotten some of that. It's just been a brilliant season, hasn't it? And look, we've, we've hit the 40-minute mark of the podcast today. Um, we want more. Which is, more. <laughs> it's bringing us to the end of the podcast. But I guess, look, we just should say thank you to everyone who's listened to the podcast all season. And um, everyone who says hello. When yeah, we're exactly. Out. That's Always too. It's, it's, it's brilliant. And, and thanks so much for your support over SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and social media. It, it's, it's brilliant. And, and we love it and, and hope to keep it going again next season with fresh ideas and new podcasts and new ideas and hopefully some interviews over the summer so I'm starting my own one next season plenty yeah. <laughs> you start your own yeah, yeah start my own one next season oh, yeah. what is it Bataro yeah. speaks nonsense yeah well, I yes. was going to use a different word than <laughs> nonsense, nonsense FC but hopefully plenty of good stuff to come over the summer I say this is the last one of the season for now hopefully I'll be back with a guest or something in a few weeks time but I think for now we'll take a little break as the season's finished um Thank you so much for listening and watching. And 
I want to say thank you to producer Jacob as well because every week, look, YouTube, every week, producer Jacob without fail gives us a running order with all your comments on. I really appreciate it, Jacob. Cheers, so Jacob. thank you for a brilliant season. Thank you for running the socials. Um, God, it's like an acceptance award yeah. speech, isn't it? I just yeah. wanted to don't yeah, forget to throw some fair, thanks in there. It's, if, you it's quite already, if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to YouTube too. Yes. Get us to a thousand subscribers. If you've watched it this far and you're still watching now, please get us to a thousand to subscribers. Be fair, it's be it's quite hard, like making up like twelve accounts a day. I'm not realizing. <laughs> but yeah, no, no. yeah. But no, it's been good, mate. Good yeah. season, great season. To be fair, season um, ticket renewal, get it yeah, done. It's, yeah, it's yeah, always it's a pleasure, and we obviously look, we look oh. forward to seeing everyone next season. Really, oh no, do you know what? We've got that really couple of special games next season, haven't we? we have. Cannot wait for that. Mm. Imagine the podcast after beating them too. Oh, I'll be oh, unreal. Unreal. Thank you so much for listening all season. Thank you so much for watching all season. If you haven't ever watched us on YouTube, go and subscribe, get us to a thousand subs. And look, who knows when we'll see you again. It might be in a few weeks, but it might not be till the start of the season. To be fair, I, think, I think the season's starting early next season as well. So yeah, we'll see you all very much soon. Yeah, yeah. Pre-season will start real soon. Have a brilliant summer and we'll see you soon.